Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 61 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about nine running movies that you should watch. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey runners and welcome to episode 61 my name is letty i'm the host of the marathon running podcast you can find us on instagram at running podcast and our website where we also do blogs is www.runningpodcast.us and we basically have weekly content for you guys for runners to help you stay motivated finish strong all that fun stuff so this week we decided we're going to talk about running movies because really right now it's the perfect time for that sort of topic But let's hop back before we get into that and talk about why movies can be good as an alternative to books or audiobooks or podcasts. Well, a lot of us work hard, mom hard, run hard. We do all that stuff and we just want to put our feet up and kick back and watch something. So movies can be great for that no matter what genre. And the thing about movies is movies can really inspire us because they make us think, they make us compassionate And they inspire us to help others and do good for humanities because if it's a good movie, we watch other people do good. So we want to do the same. For my personal taste, I particularly like documentaries if I'm trying to get inspired because documentaries can be really in-depth and be a great resource for more information. For example, if I'm trying to introduce myself to a new topic, then I can watch a documentary and not only gain insight information and see how other people have gone through the same journey, but I'll also have that as a resource for factual information, of course, depending on what topic you are looking at. So that's basically why I love documentaries. And earlier I said that now is the perfect time to watch a running documentary. And I said that because many of us are returning to racing and the majority of races are normally either in the spring or the fall. The spring has already passed and many races still hadn't taken place yet because of the coronavirus. But fall races seem to be on schedule. And guess what, you guys? Time is flying by and these fall races are coming up. So it's only 72 days until the Berlin Marathon, which is the last weekend of September at the time of this recording. And I'm actually pre-recording this because we're going to be out of town in California for a couple weeks. So 72 days until the Berlin Marathon, which is barely just 10 weeks. Then also Chicago, Boston, those are all 14 days later. Those are the October races. And no matter whether or not you got into one of those big ones, if you were lucky like me that you got selected in the racing lottery, 
I'm sure you're on some sort of training plan for a fall race. You're in the midst of this training and no matter how excited you are about this fall race happening, I completely understand if you're exhausted and I would be lying if I didn't tell you that sometimes for me, it's hard to get at the door. It's hard to train every single day and have long days, have high mileage and eventually feel like you're losing a little bit of motivation, asking yourself if it's really worth it. So in order to stay motivated and reignite the flame for the love of running, running movies can come in super handy, especially those documentaries that we just talked about because they chronicle another runner's journey so that you see it's not just all easy and smiles at the finish line, That's kind of like the same analogy, like the tip of the iceberg. The iceberg is beautiful, but you only see 10% and the 90% is all underneath it. Um, so watching other people go through that makes you feel like you're normal, feeling these ways, feeling frustration, feeling loss of motivation. Also watching those movies can help you learn something. I learn something every time, little hacks, little things to try out from running form to fueling to information mantras you see other people use to help them get outside of the door to start running. And a lot of times you see other people's stories and they inspire you because you learn that you can do something cool and hard too. So watching those movies also help you with your running identity, because as we've talked about in past episodes, that if you live the runner's lifestyle, even if it's just for those remaining eight to 10 weeks or 12 weeks, whatever your training plan asks for, uh, just for a few more weeks, you are more conscious and make better choices because you see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. After you run your race, you can go indulge, right? All right, so enough about the background of this episode. I'm going to play my conversation with my friend Sarah from Chasing Life, where we discuss what movies we liked. All right, so I'm here with Sarah from Chasing Life. Sarah, welcome back. Thanks, Letty. Yeah, no problem. And I'm super excited to talk to you today about our 10 favorite running movies and hear what's on your list. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear what your favorite ones are. All right. So we each decided to come up with five. Hopefully we won't overlap. Yeah, I I got four. So Letty, what is one of your favorite running movies? All right. So my first one, which is not in any particular order, is called the Skid Row Marathon. And so Skid Row is an area in Los Angeles that has hosts basically homeless people, people living in tents. And it's um, a very much growing area in LA downtown. And also downtown is the courthouse or most of the courthouses, including the Los Angeles Superior Court. So this is a documentary that follows a judge, Judge Craig Mitchell. It follows him because he decided to start leading a long distance running club out of the Midnight Mission on Skid Row. So basically, he encounters people that are homeless or addicted or that he knows from the prison system and talks them into participating in this run club as they prepare for running events and marathons. And it's really cool because um, he's very into it. And he's very much saying stuff like, it doesn't matter who we are. Once we start running, we leave everything at the door. So have you heard of that one? 
I haven't. And as you were talking, I looked it up. It's available on Amazon Prime for anyone who is interested. And so I've added it to my watch list. So thank you for the recommendation. Yes, of course. And I also found it so interesting to see somebody with a big heart that doesn't discriminate. And this is just for me as an attorney, it sums up what a judge is supposed to be. He's supposed to be a party that is neutral and he treats people like that. He treats everybody equally. So it's kind of it's really kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds really interesting and just very uplifting and a reminder of how, you know, maybe people make mistakes in their life, but by running, that just kind of puts everyone on the same playing field. And it's also, you know, running is such a unique sport too, is you don't know what about running is benefiting each individual. And so that, you know, their background, maybe they run to improve their life situation, their outlook on life, because they grew up in a tough situation. And so this is their way to just you know, see more positivity or be around positivity, something uplifting or something that they can control better than maybe any addiction that they have or other, you know, mistakes in their past. Yes, absolutely. You summed that up really well. So that was my first one. Let's hear what you've got on your list. So this one actually, people may have heard of it. It's called Brittany Runs a Marathon. It's also available on Amazon Prime. You're laughing. <laughs> Have you heard of it? I've watched it a couple of times. Yeah. So it was pretty popular maybe like a year and a half ago uh, or around the time that the pandemic started. It kind of, it came out. Um, so this description is Larry's an outgoing. Brittany Fogler is everyone's best friend except her own. Her partying, underemployment, and toxic relationships are catching up with her. Too broke for a gym and too proud to ask for help. Britt is at a loss until her neighbor pushes her to run one sweaty block. Soon she sets an almost unthinkable goal, the New York City Marathon. And so I watched that and I got chills at the end because it's, you know, it's maybe one of those things where only a runner can understand the type of dedication that goes into training for a marathon and then showing up on race day and completing it at you know, that distance, that event is something that at one point in your life probably seemed impossible, but after weeks of training and then you show up at the start line and you prove to yourself more than anyone that you can do it. And so that's why I like that movie. Yeah, that's cool. I've, like I said, I've watched it before and that movie always kind of takes me back to my mid twenties because I feel like I've had many friends like Brittany where, you know, you're at an age where you're hitting the crossroad of you're done with college, you're kind of done partying, but not really. And you're also trying to live a healthier lifestyle. So you're at the crossroad of should you run in the morning when you're hungover and, and that kind of stuff. So it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. I, I, you know, it wasn't my favorite movie, but I liked it. I liked it enough to watch it a couple of times. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, just a fun, like casual watch. Maybe you need something that makes you laugh, but also is inspiring. I think that that's a good, good one. So what's a, another one yeah. on your list? All right. I'm going to name two of them because they're kind of sequels. They are uh, documentary films directed by John Dunham, and he directed The Spirit of the Marathon and The Spirit of the Marathon 2. The first one came out in 2007, and the second one came out in 2013. And they kind of are the same, just with different people in it. So they chronicle 
the running journey of a few marathon runners while they're training. In the first one, they're training for the 2005 Chicago Marathon. In the second one, they're doing the, um, I think it was the Rome Marathon. And um, I liked the first one better because it was more, it was fresher. You know, the idea repeated itself in the sequels. But at the same time, I liked the second one better because it includes international travels. It goes to Rome and, uh, you know, I love traveling. So I like the scenery. I also like the second one because one of the characters in it is a writer. It's uh, Julie Weiss, who wrote a memoir where she chronicled about her running 52 marathons in 52 weeks. It's called The book is called Miles and Trials of a Marathon Goddess. That's on a side note. But yeah, so it's those two sequels that are really kind of cool, very inspiring for people not to just run, but also to live life in a very full and happy way. Those are also two movies that I haven't seen. I feel like I need to check out more running movies. I haven't engaged enough in that genre. The immersion and the engagement is something that I talked about with a guest that we both had, Brian Green, about you know really immersing yourself in the sport. And that just helps to motivate you and inspire you to make time for your training. But that sounds definitely very inspirational. So my next one is a documentary and it's called City Slickers Can't Stay With Me. And it's the coach Bob Larson story. And so the summary of this is legendary UCLA and Olympic running coach Bob Larson remains a key factor in the resurgence of American distance running on the international stage. City Sickers Can't Stay With Me chronicles Larson's collaboration with four-time Olympian Mev Kaplesky and the world-class distance running with unique American success story. So that one was something I never heard of, but through talking with Brian Green, who I just mentioned, and uh, Bob Larson was his coach when Brian ran at UCLA. So it was kind of like led me to watch that documentary. So I think it was just really interesting because uh, the U.S. didn't used to have a good distance running program. And now we have so many runners that have a chance to medal in the upcoming Olympics. So it's pretty cool that Bob Larson was at the forefront of bringing this back. And he was a coach to Meb, who is one of the best American marathoners in our history. So it's pretty neat to see that side of things. So I have not heard of that one. Um, it sounds super interesting for all those reasons that you just said, especially now that we have a better program, you're saying in the US for distance running. So I'm excited to look at that one too. All right. So I have um, let me see. I have, well, I guess two more. One of them I haven't watched yet, but I'm going to tell you about the one I watched. So it's the Breaking Two movie, which is a documentary that follows Elliot Kipchoge and two other runners in their quest of breaking the two-hour marathon barrier. And that was in 2017. So it's basically an experiment where they check out human performance and science and how close they can get to pushing those boundaries of running. And uh, it's by National Geographics. And, you know, obviously we all know that in 2017, the two-hour barrier wasn't broken. I think he, Elliot Kipchoge, was 25 seconds away from it, but it's still super interesting to get to know him and his positive spirit and his constant smiling and the other two runners as well. So I just thought that was really cool. 
Yeah, I watched that movie also. It was on my list and it was really cool to just to see their attempt and to root for them. And even though that happened a couple of years ago and you knew what the outcome was going to be, you still can't help but root for them to do it. And you feel bad that um, Elliot just missed it by like 25 seconds. And it was just so close. I know how how ridiculously close was that, right? How frustrating must that have been to have 25 seconds? I mean, that's literally one se- less than a second per mile. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic, right? Of the, It's a 26 mile race and he's off just by 26 seconds or 25 seconds. It's so, yeah. so close. Which made it even more exciting to watch him break it in, I think it was 2019 in Austria. What a difference that made for everybody and for how people think about this two-hour mental barrier. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just kind of the fortitude that he had to continue and to try again and not be discouraged by that really close attempt, but to just have it inspire him to keep trying. Oh, yeah. So true. So true. And now he's going down in history. So that's awesome. Right. So do you have any more, Sarah? I do. One of my favorite running movies, and this was actually introduced to me um, by my dad, but this is a must watch for anyone who hasn't seen it. And it's called Prefontaine. And it's based on the life and Olympic hopeful Steve Prefontaine, who was a long distance runner who lived in Oregon and died young. He ran in the 72 Munich Olympics, and he, you probably any runner who searched for running quotes has probably seen one of his quotes. He was known for is to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And one that really kind of explains his personality is the best pace is a suicide pace. Today feels like a good day to die. And he was just known by for putting everything out on the track and just racing his heart out. And he was from the famed Oregon, like Hayward Field, where the Olympic trials were run. That's a field that he ran on. Um, He worked with Bill Bowerman and the Nike. He was a part of that development. And so this story really touches upon the creation of Nike, uh, the birthplace really of Hayward Field and and into what it is now. And so I definitely highly recommend Prefontaine. That sounds like a good one. It'd be cool to watch his life story. And uh, just because he's made such a change, even for running for us nowadays, and he's still being quoted. Absolutely. And he was just such a gifted runner and just his life was, his, was cut too short. And um, so definitely, definitely check it out because it also, yeah, like I said, it was featured the Olympics. It featured kind of the story on how, you know, just his life story and I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it, but it's a, it's a good one. I'll have to do that then, especially since you just mentioned you've watched it a whole bunch of times. Yes. What's your last movie to round us out? So my last one that I haven't watched yet is Boston. And it's a documentary by the same person who wrote The Spirit of the Marathon 1 and 2, which is John Denham. And it basically talks about the history and origin of the Boston Marathon. And then the tragedy puts a lot of emphasis on the bombing in 2013, you know, where three people died and hundreds were injured and people lost their limbs. And it's a film that's narrated by Matt Damon. And um, it has a lot of good 
actors in it. And uh, so, yeah, it's been on my list forever. And I guess I'll have to watch it now because now that we're getting closer to running marathons in the fall and I'm probably going to be running Boston is something that definitely has to be watched. That's another one I just added to my list. And speaking of Boston and the Boston Marathon, this isn't really a running movie, but it's a really good movie is Patriot's Day, which is about the Boston Marathon bombing and the story of tracking down the bombers and the police officers who were involved is told from the police officer's perspective. So that was a really good emotional movie. So um and it provides kind of a lot of details that maybe weren't covered in the news, but just from a different perspective. So just from a general movie, action movie perspective, Patriot's Day is also one I recommend. And it's sort of running related. <laughs> no, totally. I appreciate you mentioning that because um, I'm definitely going to watch that one too now. Yeah, when I watched it, it came out and available on Netflix last summer. And I stayed up to like two o'clock in the morning watching it because it was just so good. And it hooked me in and I was like, okay, I got to finish this tonight. So oh, wow. hopefully, yeah, a good movie. Yeah, those are the good ones. And, you know, hopefully the movies that we just summed up for our listeners do the same. If they don't, we're sorry. We have bad taste, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like all those movies are very inspirational and they have good messages and they will keep you engaged in running, which is what you're probably doing. You're training for something. So hopefully that'll also help you in that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you shared documentaries and I shared kind of more, you know, fun movies or just more life story movies, if you will. Um, so I think we offered a really good mix. I like that too, because when I was looking at my list and I was like, man, those are all documentaries. I'm really glad that yours aren't. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about our favorite movies. Hopefully, as we just mentioned, those will inspire people. Hopefully you wrote them down. If you haven't, then we'll put them on our show notes. Of course, it was great to speak with you, Laddie. All right. So that was that. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on and talking to me about your favorite movies. I know that all of you now realize that there's a number of reasons why running movies can be enjoyable and relevant for your training. So you can find all these movies listed in our show notes. And I suggest for you to watch them now or wait till the day before race day when you're sitting in that hotel room with high anxiety about your upcoming race. Maybe download one of these movies as you sit there and help get into the right mindset for your race. And with that, I hope you liked our episode. Please leave us a five-star review at whatever platform you're listening to this. It helps us grow. We also have a Facebook group that we're trying to grow and would love for you fellow runners to join us. It's called Running With Friends. Until next time, have a great week of running. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.